I don't eat a certain way to look a certain way. And I think that's where the the big misconception, I eat and I, and I move because it makes me feel good. And so I'm really in touch with that. I can look at ice cream now and I can be like, I feel how bad that's going to make me right, feel. Yeah, so right. I don't eat it. It's not that that's going to be a thousand calories and I'm going to lose a six pack if I ever had yeah, one. But it's yeah. like, it's not that. And so there's no this like depriving yourself of the good. right let's just get right into it got kaiza back on the show today pumped to have her so um let's just catch up with things i want to talk about a few things um first and foremost last time we were with you i want to say like i mean you've gained a a big following since then you've been doing a lot of cool shit since then i know you've been traveling a lot you're working with adidas now right i saw some shit about kevin hart were Mm -hmm. you with him what was that all about uh, Kevin Hart's trainer, Boss, is like my really good friend. So, um, wait, his name is Boss. His name is Boss. Uh, I was like, wait, his trainer, Boss. Like, <laughs> <laughs> trainer, his boss, boss, and his trainer? boss. Um, yeah, Damn, so we're really cool good name. friends. Yeah, he's the boss. Um, and let's see, last weekend, I think it was last weekend, Kevin Hart and Boss were putting on this big event at Rumble Boxing in New York. And so we went out there to help, and it was to raise money. Boss has a charity for young kids, and it was all about fighting childhood obesity. So we went out there and like taught classes all night long, had a great time, Dope. raised a lot of money. But um, yeah, they're just, they're into a lot of really, really good stuff. And so I take part in whatever they're doing whenever I can. Nice. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. Did you get to like hang out with them outside of that? Or oh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. He is cool. like as he's funny. He's so funny. He's a really awesome guy. He's exactly what you would think. He's not, I mean, you just know, sometimes high energy, think, high energy <laughs> so funny, funnier in person. I always wondered awesome like if they turn it off. Yeah. You know what no, I mean? No, no, like, no, 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 no. It just keeps going. It keeps going. It keeps going. I'm like rolling the whole time. Yeah. That's awesome. awesome. Cause okay. I, I see his Instagram and he's like, he's super like, he's super consistent with Instagram, yeah. but it's always him just kind of messing around. So I'm like, man, I just him. feel like he's documenting himself. Yeah, right? exactly. He's just he is. like trying to be funny for the camera. 20%. Yeah, no, he is. And they're all like, you know, they're all really good friends. So they're just, they're so funny together yeah. and boss is hilarious. And yeah, it's just, they're a really good time and they're good people and they're out to do a really good thing. And, you know, obviously I want to participate in all of that. So yeah, yeah. I mean, he's doing a lot, man. Like yeah. I think like the whole comedic rock star thing he always talks about, it's just nuts. Like, what he's doing as a comedian is just insane. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's impossible. You know what I mean? Well, he's doing was. everything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, exactly. literally. Yeah. So talk to us about Adidas. What's up with that? Oh, I just, well, the thing is, is uh, well, first of all, I obviously love Adidas. But the, the thing is, is they, I've worked with them a lot. They, they really, like, support the things that I'm doing and let me be me. So, um, yeah, I'm just working with them more and more this year. I'm working with a lot of brands. But I think the goal was I never, it wasn't, I never wanted to be exclusive with anybody because I like a lot of different brands and I like a lot of different clothes and shoes and um, Adidas is just awesome in supporting that and really supporting the projects I'm doing. So yeah, yeah they've been How incredible. does that even work? Like, is it like, are you a sponsored athlete? Like, what is no, that even? Um, I don't know what the official, I like that. Sponsored athlete, sounds I'll take dope. that. <laughs> um, no, it's just, you know, there's a lot of products that I work on where I need clothes or shoes or um, I want to be a part of an event or something and 
um, they'll reach out or I'll reach out and it's just a mutual relationship. I mean, when you find the people that support you pretty well, you kind of stick with them. Um, and they have been supportive with every single thing I'm doing. So, I mean, I could call them up right now and say, you know, I'm doing something. Can you support me? And, and they'd be there. Like sponsor the podcast or whatever. Yeah. So it's like a strong, (laughs) like a brand sponsor, brand partnership. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. Yep. So what's They're your favorite Adidas right now? Oh my god, well, I'm wearing them right one. now. The, the my all my triple blacks. Triple black. Although I want my triple black Ultra Boost. I'm trying to get those, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are the go-to's. Have yeah. you got the Yeezys yet? No, I don't know. I, I have a hard time jumping on the train of, yeah. of those. <laughs> I feel you. I just never like. It's so hard to get them that I just never yeah. go out of my way. And then like I said something to a client here. Kind of as a joke, like, oh, you should hook it up because I know you're a sneakerhead. And apparently they had an Adidas plug and they hit me up while I was in New York and they were like, guess who's going to be rocking Yeezys? No. I was like, oh, shit. She like actually. Oh, my God. Best client ever. I also have a hard time paying. Three hundred and fifty plus dollars for a pair of shoes. I got a pair of toddler Yeezys. Oh, did you? <laughs> one one ninety. Oh, which is God. crazy because one ninety, bro. I paid two twenty for mine. They're so on they're on eBay for four fifty. Oh God, can't shoot. Oh, uh, no, this guy's just can't waiting. do it. Can't do it. <laughs> He's gonna flip the, the, the problem is with those. She it's a she right? She she yeah. will be wearing them for like two months. I know. <laughs> and then you're like, I know, no. Right? I know. Are you exactly. actually gonna save them for? Are you gonna we'll, flip them? We'll see. I probably will. <laughs> I might flip them. <laughs> you could buy you know a whole me, bunch a of baby up. chucks. I'm a hustler, so I might. Bro, have to you could buy like 20 baby chucks with that. <laughs> <laughs> I would probably flip. see. That's my thing. Is I don't want to spend too much money on me now, so I just get chucks and. I know, but wait until you, you start because I do that for my niece. Until you start seeing how fast they grow out of it, and you're like, no, yeah. like you wore those yeah. two times. Even like we got a little girl in here who's got a ton of shoes, and like after like a couple weeks, you just see like holes worn yeah. in the in, yeah. the in the toes oh, yeah. and stuff. So yeah, they don't know how to take care of them. Obviously. Oh, that's insane. Yeah. So what about training? Is there anything new going on with training? Are you doing any new projects with that? Um, like, what's your training been like? I mean, it seems like yeah. you've been traveling a lot more lately. Yeah. How does how does that work? Are you? I mean, actually. Now that I think about it, you're probably the perfect person to be just training no right. matter where yeah. you're at. So yeah. Your style of training. Yeah, I definitely get it in no, no matter where I'm at. I think uh, the thing is, is I really like to try new training, new trainers, new classes. So if I'm going to be in a certain area for a certain amount of time, I'll hit up people and just say, like, what's up around here? What should I go try? Who are the trainers I should go try? Um, I mean, literally my favorite thing in the world is trying new trainers and classes. So um, I have no problem with that. Uh, and I also don't have any problem doing like a hotel room workout or getting it in wherever I need. I'm also just really kind of like easy on myself when I'm traveling, you know, flying is hard on your body. Um, I definitely make sure that I'm, that I'm eating well and that I'm sleeping well. And those are the first things I don't kill myself over trying to get a crazy workout in. I mean, if all I can do is put on some music and go take a walk around the hotel, you know, I'm totally fine with that. Um, I know that when I have the time and I'm back home, like I put in the work. Mm-hmm. So when when I can't, when I'm out and about, I I you know I don't stress about it. That's cool. I and still move, but that's I don't what about like it. my whole website is is pretty much based around. And I did a I did a shoot like outside, and that's exactly what I wanted to portray. It's like man, like even though I work in this this dope gym that. You don't necessarily need all this yeah. this equipment. You don't need prowlers. You don't need squat racks in order yeah. to get it in. Um, so I'm yeah I'm on board with that. That's dope. Yeah. yeah, I mean I always try to tell people I'm like all you really need is your body. Everything else like tools make it more fun. Like yep. let's be real. I mean yeah. you can have a lot of fun in your body, but they make it more fun and interesting. And if you're working on specific goals, then a lot of times you need them. But generally speaking, you know just getting some some movement in is is good enough. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because my, my thing is I do I enjoy powerlifting. Right. Mm-hmm. But yeah. not everybody wants to powerlift exactly. and it's not really uh, it's it's not really going to work for, for most people. So just 
a, a lot of my Instagram is just my clients doing, you know, shit that you could do with rubber bands or even just body weight that, that they can yeah, do. So I something that's it. practical, right? I love it. And that's you all your do. stuff is, is is practical stuff, which, Most which I love. Of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's true. I'm like, it's it's practical. Yeah, it's practical for everybody, even the one percenters um, who are just yeah doing single leg jumps and shit. I, I've been getting back people flips. that they'll find. I swear to God, they'll find your craziest. This happened a few times lately. The craziest shit you'll be doing, and then they post the video in my like private yep. coaching yep. group. I want to do this, and they're yeah. like, "No, they're like talking shit to me. They're like, oh, oh we want to see you do this, Cody.' Oh yeah, and I'm too. like, that's yeah, it. I could do that, uh, but you know, we always get tagged in the craziest things. I know, like, do this, like, man, this guy's like an like a, a an a, Olympic gymnast, yeah, or, or like an acrobat or something like. I that. I think people you know? also confuse like you can be the best, like one of the best trainers in the world. It doesn't necessarily mean that you are also like the most incredible athlete right, in the world, right. and mm-hmm. vice versa. Right. Just because you can do a lot of stuff doesn't mean you're a great trainer. Yeah. So yeah. don't get those two confused. Absolutely. How many? So how many videos are like you make a lot of content? Like, do you have a strategy as far as like okay, I'm going to this gym, I'm going to film this, 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 and this, or you go in, you're like, hey, put me through your, your program, yeah. and then as you go, you're like, damn, this is dope, yeah, I'm gonna exactly. film this. So back in the day, I was I was kind of doing it differently um, because I liked being outdoors. It was like during the summertime when I was really hustling, and I liked having different backgrounds. So I would pick a location and go film a video there and then do my workout kind of almost separately in some instances, instances but now when I go train with my trainer now Brandon I we do the workout and then at the end of the workout we pick the top like maybe five or six moves that we liked and then we film them which is so funny now because I'm like and I'm exhausted so the videos look (laughs) a little different now but it's just it's a little bit more real time it's a little bit more of what I'm like actually doing so what you see me post is what I literally did that day that's crazy it's got a a bear crawl on a a Swiss ball that was insane oh I'm stealing that what did you you did like a, a burpee sled push thing. Oh. <laughs> it was. Yeah. This it didn't even make dude. sense. I, I probably watched it like 11 times yeah. trying to figure sense. out the footwork. And I was like, yeah, it's, I'm going to have to study that The thing that is, is like, so Brandon, uh, he, I went to University of Washington. Brandon went and he played um, football there and he was a little bit older than me. So we reconnected and it's just, it's been so fun because I came to him and was literally like, work me out safely. I don't like to lift heavy weights. Other than that, I'm pretty much game for anything. I want to be challenged. And then I don't always want to be doing the same thing. So I swear to God, he lays in bed at night trying to think I was like, what's say, the crazy thing that I can he's do. He's got to be say. super creative. Yeah. 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 And no, he's crazy and it's not, creative. But, but it's not dumb shit. Like it's, it's stuff oh, yeah. that no. it's very like, let's be real. It's probably really difficult or mm-hmm. impossible for 75% of people. But mm-hmm. there's also a lot of stuff on your content that is applicable to anybody. Mm-hmm. But it's not this, like, you're not doing back squats on a BOSU ball. No, you know what I mean? Like, crazy not. shit that's yeah. just going to get you killed. Which yeah, is- no, we won't do that. <laughs> it's not, but I think the thing is, is, like, a lot of people can say, well, that's not functional and this and that. The thing at the end of the day that I have come to realize is you have to do what makes you happy and what right. keeps you motivated. And I look forward to showing up every single morning and seeing what he's going to throw at me and seeing if I can do it. Does it apply to me being, you know, better on the track or on the field or whatever? No, but I'm not doing that anymore. Right. So it doesn't matter like my field my game is at the gym and that's where I but see I think it's funny too because like you'll be doing some like okay let's say the burpee sled push thing Mm That's not functional. Well, how is a bench? Like, guys will go do bench press all day. Oh, like, when are you just laying on the floor and 500 pounds is, like, on your chest that yeah. you got to push off? Like, 
I would say that you falling downstairs is going to be like what you did with that <laughs> oh, sled yeah, right. is going to be more applicable I mean, to catch go. yourself, yeah. right? Like, I don't know. I think the thing is, is like, I think it's all relative. I think you have to figure out what you enjoy. I really enjoy taking my body through a million different things and just seeing what I can do. Mm -hmm. And that's what motivates me now. So if it motivates me to get out of bed and get moving and in turn, you know, I'm a healthier person, then, then so be it. If you're motivated by wanting to lift 500 pounds in a bench press, Amen. Go yeah, get it. I agree. It's just not me. So how many days are you training now? Oof. I mean, this is the thing. I move seven days a week. And people are like, how do you do that? And I'm like, well, I freely do what I want to do. Like right. today's right. Sunday. Right. Um, I might go walk around Green Lake. I might just go kick it. I might choose some time to like do some yoga or stretch. Like it, there's no pressure on anything. Um, I go see Brandon five to six times a okay. week. And I totally understand that's not realistic for a lot of people. But it is my job um, as well as my passion. Right. So, yeah. And it's not, I mean, it's it's physically demanding, obviously, mm -hmm. but there's just some stuff, again, like, you know, going back to the powerlifting thing or, or, or a 500-pound bench uh, bench press, you can't do that for yeah. five, six days. Yeah. But you're you're switching it up and yeah. a lot of body weight stuff, so it's probably not crushing your nervous system. We won't geek out too much. No, but, but let's bring I mean. that up for a minute because I, I get that all the time. People are like, how do you stay healthy? And I think that's one of the main things is I change it up so much that – we're using completely different parts of my body the next day. I don't lift that heavy anymore, which has been the best thing ever. And then I have a bunch of different forms of um, recovery. So it's just, I think changing it up and switching it up is probably key. And to just listening sure. to your body, and Listening right? to yeah. your body, amen. Thank you, Cody. And being yeah. okay with like going in and being like, okay, I'm not going to go balls to the wall exactly. today. Like that's totally yeah. fine. But to add to yeah. that too, like, and I love the powerlifting stuff, but it just beats up your joints after mm -hmm. a while. You know, you can only do so much mm -hmm. of it. And I got to a place where I was like, well, fuck it. I can take it. I'm young. I'm going to do this six days a week. And then it just bites you in the ass. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm yeah. sure you're in a good place with your joints and all that stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's where it was after I got out of college. Like I was injured all through college, got out and then, you know, still wanted to like hit my head against a wall, decided I wanted to try CrossFit and no knock to CrossFit. It was just my body was done. Like yeah. we are done a year into it. I was like miserable and um, just had to realize I kind of had to give it up because I loved lifting too. I love Olympic lifts. I just love lifting heavy in general. But my body didn't love it anymore. Right. So it was just you can't just keep doing that. You gotta listen to your body. And so. you still and you still do some of that now, but with a I much do. lighter weight. Totally yeah, much yeah. lighter. And um it will randomly be like, Brandon, I think I wanna lift today. Yeah. And he'll be like, Okay, let's incorporate some of that in. But it's maybe once a week. Right. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. One well, like that one thing you did, you were doing cleans, but it was like you probably had like ten pounds on each side. But you did like a clean into a ab roll out burpee oh. thing, like correction, ninety five pounds on each side. No, oh. ninety five pounds oh. total. Oh. I'm like, like not ten. You know, not ninety five. Not ninety five. It looked like the thin <laughs> yeah, like bumper plates. I you was know? about to make you they do it right you. now. It was ninety five <laughs> on each no, side. Let's no, get no. a barbell out. But even know. that, like <laughs> you were making it look smooth. And the funny thing is, is like. You're smiling the whole time. <laughs> I hate that. And I know. <laughs> I, hate, I hate Kaiser no, for that. Wipe that fucking smile off your face. <laughs> the thing is, I have my resting bitch face or I have like my smile. And the smile yeah. is genuine. I actually, like, when Brandon throws stuff at me, it, it like my smile is like, are you serious right yeah. now? Like, are you serious right yeah. now? And then we go after it. Challenge yeah. accepted. Challenge yeah. accepted for sure. That's for crazy. Sure. So do you do yeah. like what? Do you do mobility? Is it like, do you have a, a specific routine, or does he take care of that as well? Or is there certain days, like you said, like you're like, man, my body's kind of beat from traveling. I'm I'm literally gonna do some like mobility and stretching yeah. in the hotel. Like yeah, we have a mobility kind of like a whole little warm up that I do that we've created. So I do that daily. 
But there will definitely be days where I come in, I'm like, I just need to move. I don't even want to touch a weight. I just kind of like want to move around. And I think mobility comes in a lot of times. I know you guys are, and you especially are really super into mobility, which I think mm -hmm. is incredible. But also what people have to realize is if you are taking your body through a bunch of different ranges of motion, when you're moving, you're working on mobility. Yeah. Right. And I think that's the thing that people keep forgetting is you can do that during your workout. Yep. So, um, yeah, every workout incorporates some type of mobility. So that's why, like, and then you, I know you know about this. I don't know if you know Dr. John Russin, but he's really mm -hmm. big on, like, he's a physical therapist, but he's also a strength coach. So mm -hmm. he, I, I hate mobility, not because it's not great, but it's yeah. just I'm impatient as hell and I just want to get to the workout. So what he does is ramp up sets. So if you're doing five by five, it's really like nine by five yeah. because he like forces you to do like a, a goblet squat with 20 pounds first, right? And then, so adding that into my workouts has been a game changer. Mm -hmm. Like I've felt better than ever just because of that, but it allows me to like take it easy on mobility because I just hate mo doing mobility. Yeah. Like I just get bored to be honest with you, no, which is I not you. good. But I think it's about taking care of your body and figuring out what you want to do and what works for you. 100%. Like when with my clients, We'll do mobility, like, in their whole 15-minute warm-up is, like, mobility, small little light lifting, you know, cardio, mobility. You know, so it's Makes just it how do you put yeah, it in, right. make it interesting, yeah. and, you know, get it in where you need. I'm better about teaching it than I am about yeah, I actually doing it. Like, I, I put it in all my programs. Yeah. Like, everybody does it. Like, yeah. it's priority, but yeah. I'm horrible about Dude, it. Dude, you have everybody take their shoes off, like, during the warm-up. Cody never takes his shoes off, ever. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. I'm like, well, like, you know what? Actually, if I'm wearing my uh, NMDs, they're flexible. I can do the ankle mobility with my shoes oh, okay. on. But then, like, Travis comes out here with his Kobe's on, the yeah. stiffest oh, shoes yeah. I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, you're not, like, getting no. any range of motion. Yeah. No. Take those things off. I think the other thing, too, is once you start realizing how beneficial it is, you don't have a problem putting it in and keeping it in. So yeah, I agree. To your mobility I used work. to hate mobility, too, actually. Yeah. Until, Until it works. Crazy mobile. Yeah. Jesus. I'm not even crazy mobile. It, like, it's a fight. Like For me, it's, it's, it's tougher than lifting 500 pounds. Mm. Like, mobility, is, mobility is much harder for me than to just to lift heavy. It's because, I mean, I enjoy it, but... Now it's more about the understanding of what it's doing for my body because I hurt my back, yeah. right? Because I wasn't warming up at all. Yeah. Like I did 18 months of, of strength training without even without even getting into a warm up, yeah. which was incredibly yeah, stupid. Yeah, we used to be horrible about yeah. that. Like we would just load 225 and be like, yeah. all right, and just go. And because it's just you like, could at that point in time without thinking yeah. repercussions. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, and that's I think that's what it takes. Like is you have to almost like it sucks, but you have to get hurt first, right? Oh, and like, I, yeah. And that's the same sure. thing happened with me. My back gave out, and then I started incorporating all this hip mobility that Theo actually gave me, ankle mobility, breathing stuff, and yep. it fixed everything. And yep. what I did was like, oh, cool, my back's fine now. No more of that. Like I'll just go back to lifting. Come then I hurt my back. I know. Oh my god. <laughs> Tell me about it. Hello. <laughs> right. So I hurt my back again. Then oh, you're wow. just like. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> but that's what happened. And then it's like, okay, like you gotta prioritize that, even when you're feeling good. So I always say it's like it's prehab, not rehab. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Right. I think the other thing too is when I got injured, like the last time. It. I mean, it takes a few times. I really understood how important my body was to me, which sounds stupid, but how much I lived and breathed and how my sanity was kept by being able to move. Um, and so after I, when I was healing and then after I was like, I will do whatever I possibly ever need to do to take care of my body to like prevent as many injuries as I possibly can. So mm -hmm. at that point in time, it's like, whatever keeps me moving and healthy, I'll do it for and, sure. And that's my only, and like, like you said, I'm not knocking on CrossFit cause I actually like watching the CrossFit mm -hmm. games. It's dope, but that's the same thing. Like if an older guy comes up to me and he's like, Hey, like, what do you think about CrossFit? I'm like, Oh, are you going to compete? 
And they're like, no, what the hell? And I'm like, well, then why would you like, why put yourself through something yeah. so brutal? You know what I mean? Unless, I mean, there is like, I mean, Kelly Sturette's a CrossFit guy, but you can't go and do cleans with him until you go through like everything body weight and all and these different things. that comes down to the coaching. Exactly. I was going to yeah. say, CrossFit yeah. always comes down to but the, the coaching. And that's the issue. It's so easy <clears throat> to open a CrossFit now that yeah. they're everywhere. So there right. is a lot of crappy coaches out there. And that's, right. that's the bad thing. Yeah. But that is with fitness in general i mean there's just yoga you know yeah yeah yeah. but i think crossfit just has such a big light on it it's seen more there right but the thing we cannot i will say this time and time again crossfit has gotten so many people to. oh yeah Yeah. they kill the community industry we are so grateful for that i think there's only so much that you know they can do that and they can do as for as long as they can and then they're you know hopefully they get injured they go find a different way to move and they don't just quit Mm -hmm. movement in general but yeah. yeah, they built a tribe. Yeah. So I commend them for that because yeah. it's like <clears throat> people are diehard CrossFits. Like, they are. It's crazy. Yeah. Or CrossFitters. Yeah. I guess you would call it. I think I get to go to the games this year. Really? Yeah. Obviously not to participate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just no. walk in and just start killing it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. That's going to be interesting. Yeah, Where's it at, really Kelly? No, they moved it to um, Wisconsin, like some, somewhere in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> because in Cali, I guess they – all of the arenas were like so far away. People like they were having issues getting to them, um, so they moved it. I swear it's so in Mis- chose Wisconsin somewhere. Wisconsin. It's in the middle of nowhere, but uh, I think the facility <laughs> has everything that they need right there, and it's probably better weather because Cali is so hot at that. Yeah. Is that where, is is that where Green Bay is? Yeah, Green Bay, Bay is Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yeah, I like. Yeah. I don't ask Green. Yet, <laughs> Oh, I thought you give me shit. I was no, like, I think- <laughs> <laughs> we know, like, I don't know anything. Cody, <laughs> hey, we, yes, we had an episode sure. where, where oh, Cody no. didn't know uh, where the, the Caribbean was. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> um, yeah, so anyways, I'm pumped about that. I think that will be, it will be a crazy fun Wisconsin. time. Wisconsin. Yeah. Yeah, that is like. But I feel like they might have a hot summer too, though. I don't know. I mean. But know. yeah, Cali, uh, Cali, like one ten, yeah. Too people much. probably people were dropping, yeah. yeah, having seizures and shit. Yeah. When is that? Um, good question. Is it in July or August? Maybe. Okay, I don't so even sometime know. in the summer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm working with um, actually, and I love them. This is really exciting. I'm working with Vital Proteins now, and um, I finally found like a company that I feel like obviously does their work and their research and um and i love them and i was using them already so i get to travel around and do some stuff so is, i've even here. heard of this is this like whey protein yeah it's like- collagen protein so it's whey but um they are just super super clean and uh, like what they stand for and what they re- represent is awesome um and it fits into my lifestyle because i'm not really much of a supplement person i use certain things you know like in the morning to start off my day but i basically try to eat you know real food and not supplement um unless I need to, and it just kind of, like, goes along with that. And they have, like, these greens powder that I use and just a bunch of stuff, and we were already using them, so we reached out to them. Is it uh, – is there greens, Vital Greens? I've yeah. seen that. Okay, I didn't Vital know they Beauty made – Vital Greens. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know they made protein, too. Yeah, yeah, okay. it's awesome. I, I'll bring you guys some because their stuff is just awesome. Their collagen protein, like, I swear to God, I've been doing that and cryotherapy. Have you guys tried cryotherapy? Oh, I haven't tried cryo, but oh. we're getting one at the new spot. Are you? Okay, I was going to say, come try Northwest Cryotherapy because shout out to them. They are awesome. It has made a world of difference. See, my thing is like, and this is the same. We used to, do you know what Banya is up in Mm -hmm. Seattle? I've never been, but yeah. I hate cold plunge so much. I'm a baby when it comes to that. I'm just going to be honest. Like, I hate it. Like, 
These guys will be in there for like five minutes just no, like not breathing. Me. Not me. Oh, yeah, you were in yeah. and out too. It's yeah. Luca that sits yeah. in there like dunking his head, and he's yeah. just like trying to be nope. super tough in there and just hold it, which props to him because he sits in there for like five-plus minutes. I like <clears throat> jump and sprint to the other side and get out. But that's what okay. I feel like cryotherapy is. It is, is just... way better than the ice bath because I grew up, like in college, you're in the ice bath yep. every single day. It's yeah. way different than that. You basically are standing in what is basically a shower, and it's cold air. Mm. So it hits you different than the ice and the water. But um, you stand in it for three minutes. it's not so wet. It's not so right. wet. Yeah, and it feels different. It's a lot colder. It's like negative 121 or 131. Um, but it is freezing, but you feel better and you're moving and you're jamming out to some Yonsei. Oh, so you, you like you're you have like I move space. in it, yeah, uh, yeah, kind of. It's like a shower. How long are you in there for? Three minutes. Damn. Yeah, and they're always like, "You want to go again?" I'm like, nah, three nah, minutes is cool. We're dude. good. We're good. <laughs> and I'm done. Like, do you walk out of there feeling? Because I know, like, when I do a float tank, like I get out of there and I feel like a different person. Like I just feel so much yeah. better, lighter, like more focused, clear. Is it kind of like? You, not it's obviously a different yeah. feeling but do you noticeably feel it I like feel right like afterwards? I noticeably feel because you so basically what it does it constricts and then as soon as you walk out into the warm air everything uh, dilates past what it was so you're getting all this blood rush and it's supposed to basically move the inflammation through um, and they always say it's like you know it takes four or five times but I feel like I feel the difference on the first one so I, I think that's a marketing tool they told me that too they're like you know it works best if you come back to the floor <laughs> tank yeah. I was like I feel great like, <laughs> I'm first cool <laughs> come ten times I'm, a week <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. So let's go back to the the nutrition thing because I'm I'm interested to see if if you have always eaten kind of like the way that you eat now. W- was it like that in college or no. were you? No. I basically you eat everything you wanted in college. I ate everything I wanted and I just allowed myself to trash my body and then just assumed that what I ate wasn't going to be a reflection of how I performed. Right. So. Um, I think that's really naive and now I look back and I'm like I just don't even understand how I would choose to poison my body because that's literally what you're doing when you're deciding to put certain crap in it. Um, I am grateful now that I have a meal company that that supports me um, and it's just it's gotten to the point where people are like well that's not fair you have meals delivered but I'm like well the thing is, is I work like 10-12 hours a day and I decide to spend money there it's like you know at this point in time you just kind of have to know your weaknesses and prioritize I don't have time for that but I know how important it is so um you know make breakfast at home and then have meals but uh the quick answer no I trashed my body for a long time um and I definitely don't do that anymore was there like a clicking point because a lot of people just, a lot of people do that same thing. Then they get overweight and then they're like, fuck, now I got, I, I really got to yeah. focus on this. Obviously that didn't happen for you. So was there a point where you were just like, hey, I'm going to try to eat better and you noticed performance was better or like, what was that? that yeah. Point? I mean, so I, not to get like too TMI, I've had a lot of issues with food. I just like certain foods, I don't, they don't sit with me very well. Like people are like, oh, gluten-free is a fad. And I'm like, no, I legitimately don't feel good when I eat right. gluten. Yeah. So yeah. for me, it was a process. It's been like a four-year process of really figuring out. I went from being like, just life was really good. I was really busy in work, but I just was depressed. I just didn't feel good. And so my mom, thankfully at that point in time, sent me to a naturopath who did a whole bunch of stuff on me and was like, you're really not eating the foods that you should be eating your body's like freaking out like we need to rearrange things so we did and I felt like a million bucks and it was just kind of that clicking point of like whoa you really are what you eat and it was even it was less just about performance goals and that like not being able to perform a certain way It was more like in daily life I couldn't perform a certain way I was just miserable um so that kind of started it but it's been a long a long kind of like battle of like well I want this well I shouldn't have this I don't feel good um and recently I decided to stop drinking and that was probably my biggest turning point um 
in January. And that's made the biggest difference on me ever. And, um, you know, it's just, it was a personal decision. It wasn't, it was, I don't think it's really good for anybody, but it really didn't sit well with me. Um, and it just has allowed me to like really realize how important my body is and just, um, how, how well I want to treat it. And everybody's like, well, how can you stay away from certain things? I'm like, cause I just, I don't, I don't want to poison my body. Right. Nobody's you know? forcing like, you to. Yeah, I just, I look at my body and I, I look at certain things like a Coke and I'm literally like, why would I ever choose to put oh, yeah. that many chemicals in my body? Why? I love my body. Like, I don't need to trash my body. I feel like at a certain point in time, when you do that kind of stuff, you, you know, you're, you're not loving your body the way that you should. And so I think that's where the turning point kind of came. But it yeah. comes, it's just, it's awareness. It's totally you know what awareness. I mean? I think like. There's a lot of people could be listening to this, but obviously there's a lot of health nuts listening to this, but mm-hmm. people feel like shit every day, but they just don't realize that they yeah. do because they oh, don't yeah. give their, they don't treat their body well enough to like experience a different feeling. Oh, I say that all the time. Crazy. Like you, until you get healthy, you don't understand how crappy mm-hmm. you yeah. felt. And yeah. that's the thing too, is like, I think people, I'm going to say this also, I don't eat a certain, I don't eat a certain way to look a certain way. And I think that's where the the big misconception, I eat and I, and I move because it makes me feel good. And so I'm really in touch with that. I can look at ice cream now and I can be like, I feel how bad that's going to make me right, feel. Yeah, so right. I don't eat it. It's not that that's going to be a thousand calories and I'm going to lose a six pack if I ever had yeah, one, but it's yeah. like, it's not that. And so there's no, this like depriving yourself of the goods. No, absolutely not. Like I, it's just in other, I flip it around and say, I'm just not choosing to put chemicals in my body and yeah and, that, and the same thing goes with overeating yeah. right like even if you are like that doesn't mean anybody listening to this should never eat ice cream like no it just it means just like for me. don't eat the whole tub like because yeah. regardless if you have a dairy issue or not it's not going to make you feel good yeah right that was like yeah. three years of my life was just overeating mm-hmm. to to get to a certain to to get to a certain weight and there, there was a point where i felt like i was like damn i might have crohn's disease the way it was like damn. making me feel yeah. right and i was just like man like I just have to cut certain things out. Got to start yeah. eating cleaner, grains drink, probiotic, and I'm and I'm straight. It yeah. wasn't that. It was just, man, my body just couldn't, well, couldn't that, process it. And that's the whole gut health stuff. Like, yeah. there's so many studies going on with gut health. It's just, like, blowing my mind how important that is. Yeah. And it's becoming more important than anything else because it's a reflection of your nervous system, your brain, it, actually your physique, too. So, like, getting lean, all that stuff, digestion. Like, yeah. like you said, the intolerances, the way you feel. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. They're actually linking anxiety and stress oh, and depression to the everything. gut like yeah all that should just be more reason to treat yourself well yeah yeah right no completely and i think the thing is is that's what it is about is treating yourself well and you may look at this is where in our industry people get so confused like people look a certain way doesn't necessarily mean that they're healthy you know and so if you separate the two it's like yes you know you may want to look like x y and z but at the end of the day if you choose to follow what makes you feel good you're going to be more apt to always pick the things that make you feel good to do the movements that make you feel good and just to take care of your body and you're gonna be a much happier human being you know there's so many people that look a certain way and are miserable because what they're cutting everything they're not healthy you know so it's like I think people really really need to separate and kind of relook at why they're doing what they're doing and I would hope that people choose to start following along with what makes them feel better yeah something we've always said is kind of like audit your circle like of people you surround yourself with Mm -hmm. and I've been saying this lately like audit your followers or who you're following right because Mm. Instagram and Facebook like when you scroll through and and women are just seeing all these Uh. like skinny like whatever like it's it's just messing with your mind. We were actually talking to a trainer who's in this uh, coaching group with me, 
and he was getting super triggered and just pissed <clears> off all the time. And it was distracting him from doing his work because he follows a bunch of other trainers who are just putting a bunch of stupid shit on the Instagram and they're getting a bunch of business and all this stuff. And it, it gets him fired up and it gets him pissed. And then he's unproductive. Mm -hmm. So we're like, dude, just unfollow him. Like mm -hmm. what use do you get out of that? But I think it goes the same for this. Like who you are constantly like sedating yourself by looking at, if they're not a positive influence on what you should be doing with your life, then you need to unfollow them. I mean, not even on social media, but in real, in, in your real life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that's important. Yeah, social media is a beast right now. And I think it's getting, I mean, there it, there's so many plus sides to it, but there's so many negative sides to it. And I think the thing is, is like, especially, I'm, we've talked about this, but especially in our industry, it's like, it's turning it into, honestly, for lack of a better word, and I apologize, but it's it's turning it into the porno industry, which is just really heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah. And um, I think the thing is, is like, you know, at in our industry, you're grabbing people most of the time at their most vulnerable state because they're unhappy with their life and, and the way that they look and what they're doing. And and so we're just our industry is just taking advantage of that and running with it. And it, it breaks my heart. And I think it's for me, it's fuel to try and do something different. But at the same point in time, it's like you just want to be so loud. Like this is not reality. Like, you know, this is not one like, you know, one percent of people look that way. And, and why you want to look that way when, you know, you can look your way you know I just don't understand but it's like sometimes I just want to tell people to get off of social media other times I'm like that's where I am <laughs> yeah. so actually don't leave but yeah it's so hard follow, follow me, me. Not them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so who do you follow who do I follow? like I mean Real obviously quick. that's a oh yeah, um, thanks um who do I follow that's I mean good. obviously there's gonna be a lot of people but is there like do you how many people do you follow compared to like do you even know like is that a number I don't know how many people I follow I follow a lot of more like politically kind of like what's going on and and um activist groups and um it's a lot bigger than fitness for me I mean there's a few people that I follow shout out to like Hunter Fitness Doc Gen Fit I crazy. he's awesome he and awesome. I just like I just love everything about him I love like I just love what he does and what he puts out there and how much fun he has with it and um, Vinny Rehab, like there's a few people that I just, I just love their content and I just feel like I learned so much from them and that's where my stuff is really like, I want to support the people that I really feel like are spending good time and energy to put good stuff out into right. the world. Um, but a lot of it has nothing to do with fitness, health and fitness. Obviously I follow a lot of shoe accounts <laughs> and then other than that, it's a lot of, you know, female empowerment, Right. Um, wow, feminist. Back to this group, as I got I my know, shirt I saw on. that. Right when you came in, I saw that. Yeah. I mean, I think I enjoy social media for the fact of, like, it is a way to get educated if you choose to follow the right people and right. the right groups and the right organizations. Um, and so I think that's what I consciously choose to do. So I don't know how much you can talk about this, or you don't have to say any names or anything, but I'm assuming a lot of people in brands probably approach you. Mm -hmm. Is it hard for you because you're so like strong with what you do and who you want to be and not kind of folding, if that makes sense? Whereas like, cause you can assume that like when you grow, people approach you, a lot of people just kind of sell out or give in. Cause they're oh, like, yeah. they're like, well, shit, this is money. Oh yeah. Right. Like oh, yeah. if they want me to do this, I'll do whatever. Cause that's money and fame or whatever. Yeah. Have you struggled with that? Has that been no. like, I'm um, straight up, no. I set myself up with a very powerful group around me. I have a friend who's who's my manager and, uh, Just won't let and you. my mom. And um, 
no, absolutely not. If there's ever a waiver, it's a no. I'm not driven by money. Um, Have you been approached in? in oh considered, yeah, that's, I just that's got approached by, I by an alcohol brand. Yeah, really? and it's like you know, it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money to do these things. And the thing is, that doesn't one, I don't drink anymore. Two, that doesn't align with anything that I would ever put out. Like, yeah. why would I ever? You can be say a healthy alcoholic. Healthy alcohol. Yeah, like you know, and I, I totally understand that people drink, and there's absolutely no knock. Do do you do what you want to do? But at the end of the day, like I would never put that out there. I always say this. I have a young niece, and when she is 10 years old, would I be comfortable with her looking at the stuff on my page? And if it's alcohol, if it's sex sells, if it's, you know, products I don't align with, like, absolutely not. No, there's no question there. You know, I... At the end of the day, I can always go back to training, um, and social media doesn't have to be a business to me, so I will never compromise that. No. And if I do, shout out to everybody that comes running at me being like, who the heck are you now? And, you know, I feel like I have a group that would do that. Yeah, absolutely. I didn't really question. I was more curious if people yeah. approach you a lot with totally. That stuff. Oh yeah, all the time. I mean, my my emails are inundated with like, do this, do this, do this, and I'm like, I, you just clearly don't look at my page right. if you think that I'm gonna do a shrink my waist wrap, yeah, or a flat tummy tee, or a, you know, like, what are we talking about right now? Like, no, because no, all all people see really is is money, right? Like, I think that that blinds yeah. also. It's like, man, like they see, they look at your following, they don't mm-hmm. really look at your content, and understand what you do, yeah, and then it's like, man. You know, she's got 400 some thousand followers. Let's get in her email. And the thing is, is like, I have a lot, a lot, a lot of respect for the family that follows me. Like, I don't even, I don't like the word followers, but it's like, I feel like we're one big family. Like, I would never share with them crap. I would Mm -hmm. never share with them stuff that I don't use, things that I don't believe in. Like, I have a lot of respect for them and I pour a lot of energy into them. And I think that they give me a lot of energy back. I have the most respectful. I hate the word followers. I need to come up with another word. In the world, like people are always like, oh, do you get like nasty? My tribe. People are like, do you get nasty stuff sent to you? I'm like, no. Like, no. I really, I don't. I don't at all. Like maybe once or twice. But it's like, I just, I feel like there's a mutual respect there. And I think that you, that's important. I don't look at them as a cash cow yeah. for me. And, and Cause yeah. Because you, you do see a lot of people who do have a an incredibly huge following. And, like, mm-hmm. you just look at their comments and they're mm-hmm. just being shit on, like, mm-hmm. you know, all day. So it's like, what do you really do it for? Yeah. yeah. And know? I think in some cases it's bound to happen every once mm-hmm. in a while. But just... Just don't even just deflect it. You know yeah. what I mean? But I think like the reason one of the reasons why yours has grown so much is because you treat it all that way. Right. Like Thank you. Gary V said something on one of his videos the other day and he was like, when I was like when blogging came out, he was like, I suck at reading, but I didn't get mad. I turned my Instagram into a blog account. Mm-hmm. And it's like that's like the purpose, like content, content, right. content. Mm-hmm. Right. If you don't sit there and write blogs like I do, don't be mad about it. Go out and start putting value totally. in your Facebook or your Twitter or your YouTube or whatever you do. Totally. Well, that's where people are like, how do you do all that? And I'm like, because I have so much fun, not just working out. I have so much fun videoing because most of the time I like I had videoed myself and now I edit my own content. Like I actually enjoy all of that. Like it's it's really fun for me. Would I want to sit down and like write stuff? No, that just wouldn't be more like that's not up my alley. But videoing and editing and all that is totally. Yeah. And you got to follow what you're good at. right? And if you love that, then then follow that. Totally. Yeah. Don't force it. Yeah. And that's why and that that's why I do write like. I love That's writing, awesome. which is weird to think about because I was never a good student or anything. But but you're not, you don't have to tell you what to write about now. Exactly, it's like yeah. you're doing you. 100%. Yeah, hundred percent. But it does go back to like why you do what you do, and I think in social media, a lot of people now kind of see like, oh, you can make money here, so I'm going to start an account and try and do all these things that make me money and attention, you know sell out yeah, and attention. Yeah. And I mean, attention is a hard one. Yeah, that's that's definitely yeah. Well, it probably helps you respect the brands that you partner with more that oh, yeah. they respect what you're doing. Yeah. 
and your tribe. Yeah, right? totally. Not well, just I to think sell a tea. Totally. No. And I think some of the brands I'm working with, like um, I'm working with residents in and they are, it's, it's Marriott and they are incredible. Like I, I love, love them. Yeah. I love I them love as them. people. And they really were like, we, from, from a small number that I had at following at a, at a certain time, they were like, we just like what you do and, and what you stand for and, and, and the content that you create. And we want to work with you. And, and they've grown with me and I'm about to do a really cool project with them. Um, That's dope. Cause like hotel workouts awesome. is like, yeah, yeah. That's sick. Yeah, you you so wouldn't really think about like somebody who's who's into fitness and, and that sort of lifestyle for a, a hotel company mm-hmm. to, to approach you. So they are one of the most like they are. I think they're one of the most forward thinking when it comes to like what's going on in that world and social media. Um, and yeah, they're awesome. So totally. It does affect all of that. And the, the first thing when somebody approaches us is whether or not it aligns with our brand. There's no question. We yeah. know what our brand is. And yeah. I think that's a lot of what happens on social media is. Um, people don't know what they stand for and who they are. And so you can get lost in the mix of things. So, um, you know, my mom from early on was like, who do you stand for? What do you do? Who are you? What are your values? Like, and you move forward that way. That's good. So, yeah. What, um, uh, I'm curious of like, do you, do you read a lot? Do you study? Do you like, Uh, I mean, what, like now, uh, (laughs) but here's the thing. It's like, so like Theo, he doesn't read, but he, he obviously like, (laughs) he follows and listens and, and studies and, and I'm a big, I like reading books, but like there's podcasts now there's YouTube. Yeah, there's, there's so many, there's ways so much ways. I'm just content. curious yeah, of like, do you go out of your way to make sure you're absorbing new knowledge in some way? Or is it like just experience? Like, what do you, what? I definitely go out of my way and try to. And sometimes like right now is I'm like in a little bit of a slump of that. Um, but I am more if I'm in a situation where I'm learning somebody's like physically there teaching or coaching. So I'd be much more apt to show up to conferences and stuff. I think um, I spent a lot, a lot of time with uh, one of my mentors who was a guy from um, England. And then I kind of have dropped off from that a little bit just because I've gotten busy, which is not an excuse. Um, But if I found some people that I like really kind of like clicked with, I would go back and, and do conferences more than anything. I just, when I'm working out and when I'm in my car driving, I just like need my music on. Mm-hmm. And that's when I feel like I should have a podcast on or something. Yeah, else. but I slow jams. at the same time, I think like that allows you to be more productive because a lot of people mm-hmm. don't create space for themselves, right? Mm-hmm. They're so cluttered so with trippy. like, I'm working, then I go to the car and I study and then mm-hmm. I go home and I'm cooking. So I'm listening to something else and then I read and then, you know what I mean? It's yeah. just like, one, you're not attain like retaining any of that knowledge so I think that's actually really powerful because and that's to me that's a form of meditation like just create space and give yourself space so you can come back well it's interesting you're saying that because I think one thing I did realize was at certain point in time I was like so down on myself that I'm like I'm not like the smartest person in this industry like I don't know why I ever thought I needed to be but that's not like going back to like go for what you're good at like Mm -hmm. I'm not a brainiac I never have been I've been a hard worker my whole life but not a brainiac but what I am is a cheerleader and so that was something where I was like okay like with social media and with my job just as a personal trainer in person like what I'm really really good at is being a cheerleader in order to be a cheerleader you have to be a positive person and so that was what it was was like taking care of myself and figuring out how I need to set up my life to get enough sleep to be healthy to move to do all the things that I needed to do to to remain positive and to keep my energy positive because I think that's the thing that I'm that I'm best at which sounds interesting but is bringing that positive energy maybe not education people can turn to other people for education but well we've said it before too like you shouldn't completely neglect your weaknesses but sitting there and dwelling on what you're not Mm -hmm. the best at is not going to make you better at anything the Mm -hmm. most balanced person ever yeah right it doesn't yeah Yeah. so like 
sitting there and going, okay, here's my strength. Let me just crush that yeah. and give everything I have in it. Yeah. I think that's huge. And that's what's always going to win. And learning for me also is like, I train with trainers. Yeah. And so I, I have no problem. Like there, there, there's always comes this thing with trainers where like, you feel like you need to know. So you don't ask people like what's yeah. going on. And it's like, you don't, what, what <laughs> no, it's girls too. It's girls too. But I'm like, I have no problem being like, Brandon, what are we doing? Like, wait, what, what's, what's going on here? Why yeah. are we doing, you know? So it's like, I learn that way every single day. But, um, yeah, I definitely don't think it's about leaving your weaknesses behind, but it's also going forward with what you're. I think everybody kind of struggles with that, at least in this industry as a coach. Like, I know there was a point where your ego kind of gets in the way and you totally. don't want to ask questions. Totally. Like, I read some like thing and it was uh, like, so a Japanese old like samurai philosophy or something, so it's Shoshin, so like the beginner's mind. Mm -hmm. And it was like this whole story about how like having the beginner's mind is always going to make you more yes, successful. Totally. And it's ask the same questions. thing of like being the dumbest in the room or whatever. Like, why not just ask questions, right? Amen. So I think that's Ego. that's huge. Yeah. So you you hustle a lot, but how how do you like how much sleep do you get and how how important is that to you? Oh, sleep is now really important to me. I, I'm telling you, like I hate to keep bringing it back to like changing my life, like in January. And it wasn't like oh, this is a new year, new me. It was a conscious decision of like okay. I've had enough of how I lived my life last year. Um, and I, one of that was getting enough sleep. I, I'm a night owl. Like I would go to bed at two, yeah. try and wake up for an early morning workout, be dead. But then, you know, once you're so deprived of sleep, you kind of like turn back on at like 10 and then I'd be up until two. It was just miserable cycle. So I get about eight hours of sleep and uh, it's life changing. Yeah, like priority. it's like, oh my God, it's priorities now. Right. And it just came this thing of like, I just don't understand why I'm trashing my body, like my body and myself and I'm not happy and I don't understand how this is a life that I wanna live. Like, and I'm the only one that can change it. So why are you not choosing to change it? Right. Um, Cause I, so I, I think did. that's a common, you know, a, a common uh, misconception I think of people who are entrepreneurs or people who grind like, uh, you know, no heavy, sleep. yeah, exactly. Like Hashtag. throughout the oh, day, is people like, God. man, I, oh well, I'll sacrifice sleep just to get the sexual work done. No. But you just burn out at the end you of the day. Because I used to be, I, honestly, I used to be like that, like four or three hours of sleep, and then try to operate like that. It's the eighty know, twenty rule, right? Like eighty percent of your like most productive work is done in twenty percent of your time because you're on point, right? Yeah. If you don't sleep, then totally. you're unfocused. Totally. Like you're checking your phone, you're looking yeah. around, like. ADD, like, no, it's not good. No, I, I mean, I don't understand that mentality at all. I mean, I, I was living that mentality, but I don't understand it. It's not, you are so much more productive when you're healthy and happy and, you know, well-rested. Right. Uh, and you get so much work done. I just don't understand why people would choose yeah. to do that. And it wasn't necessarily something that I heard from somebody. And I was like, oh, I got to do that. Yeah. It was more about, like, I was so fired up to do shit yeah. that I just wanted to, yeah. I just wanted to hustle. But at the same time, like at the end of the day, it was like, man, why am I tired at three o'clock yeah. in the afternoon? No, you know? I'm the same way. I felt like if everybody was asleep, I had an advantage. I was getting one up on them. Yeah, I was yeah, still up working yeah, yeah. and no. Do you do anything extra? Meditation, anything like that? Oh, I just downloaded this meditation app. <laughs> so I really need to get on that. <laughs> Which one is it? But, um, is like it, he it, like it has a bowl. It's like healing. I don't know. I don't know. I could bring it up right now, but, um, uh, my brother said I need to download. So I, I just don't, I feel like that's a step in the right yeah. direction. Is it one of those like guided meditations? It's a guided meditation okay. because I'm like, I need something. I can't just sit there in silence. Right. My brain just, I mean, maybe one just day I could, but right now I can't. It just goes. Yoga was the only other time that I felt like I could kind of like check out. Now I'm doing dancing. I decided oh, I wanted to like try dancing. So it is a form of meditation because I'm so concentrated on learning this new way to move yeah. that I, that nothing else in the world matters. So active meditation, but, uh, 
uh, a step in the right direction. I'm, I'm big on that too because I had the same issue. I had to do the guided meditation, mm-hmm. so it will help you because okay. I would sit there with my eyes closed and there's like a million things going on in my head, right? Okay. And so this helped me a lot in like learning mantras and how to do it. But that's why I always skateboard is because like I can't think about anything except not eating shit. Yeah. Like and that distracts everything else <laughs> yeah. from me. You know? yeah. But with the rainy weather, that's like I just told these guys I signed up for boxing. So I start boxing nice. on Tuesday. Where are you going? Uh, it's curious. called Peak MMA down in Auburn. Okay, if you like it, I'm going to have to come with you. Yeah, it's dope. So okay. like we're going in the I'm going in the morning, which so is private lessons, okay. which is dope because cool. then it's just me in the mids and like. Cool. I can't focus on anything cool. except him not punching me in punch. the face. But yeah. <laughs> sometimes it helps to get beat up a couple times. <laughs> yeah, agreed. So we, we have this new class here. It's a, a group class for women called Strong Her, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Super dope, right? Three three of our yeah. three of our ladies run it. There was a big turnout for that class. Like you would think yeah, it's pretty it's dope. So it's like, because I do like the strength camp, which is like the guys only. And mm. I've had multiple girls come up and be like, yo, can I jump in? And I'm like, like you can't. Like yeah. it's guys only. Like yeah. that's kind of like how it is. Yeah. So they made this one. And I don't think they were ready for it. They did their first class on money and like just women are just piling yeah. in. I mean, I yeah. love it. That's they so were awesome. like, oh shit, we got to change the program. Like, how do I adjust this? And I'm just smiling. I'm like, this is dope. That's like, so, just what have a fun. great problem to have. Yeah, you guys oh, yeah. are doing so much good work down yeah. here. It's so, so it's cool. awesome. I love it. Yeah, we're excited for I everything. Love it. So. I love that women are getting strong and like that, 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 that's like a cool thing. And I don't mean by like looks, I don't mean like that means you have to like build a bunch of muscles. I just mean, it's like strong that you're learning how to, you know, move and take care of yourself and your body. And then you're strong in your world. And that's important. Yeah. Really important. It's, it's man, it's, it's such a good feeling too. Even when people come in here and they, and they hear all of the stuff that's in, you know, the mainstream media, and then we have to just break that. Mm. I mean, and it's, it's not just like we can just say it one time, right? It's a constant it's a constant conversation, mm-hmm. but it makes everything worth it because at the end of the day, you know that yeah. they came to the right place. Totally. You know? I mean, I it's definitely constant. I have been training a lot of my women for, I think we're going on like five plus years. And I feel like right, you know, within the past year, we've all hit this place where they really just understand what it means to be like strong internally as like a, a female and that, that the outside doesn't always reflect what our definition of strong or what we've been taught to believe right. our definition of strong is. Right. Um, and I think it's incredible. I think it's beautiful. I love it. Oh. It's crazy what fitness will do mm-hmm. for everything. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like one of my things that I keep posting on, on my pictures and blogs is like your body is the fastest path to power. Mm-hmm. So when you can start okay. like really doing a lot with it and like, like you said, just moving better, feeling better, mm-hmm. your confidence goes through the roof, your success yeah. goes through the roof, your relationships, because you're just, you're in a more positive and powerful place. But, and you're choosing to put yourself first. And I exactly. think that's the other mm-hmm. thing too, is like, you have to do that. Yeah. You know, that's the only way. Um, you can't take care of other people. You can't be in good relationships with other people if you're not in a good relationship with yourself. So yeah, it's vital. It's not an accessory, I think, it, or it's not like a leisure. It's not. I mean, it's vital. It's a necessity. Yeah. So, yeah. Last time we talked, uh, you were moving to L.A. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. I can't bring this up anymore because I feel like everybody's like, and you're not going. <laughs> I decided not to go. Um, and Dope. that was just. <laughs> huh? There was so many things that went. I have a really good friend that lives, the photographer, Simon. And he's like my one of my best friends. And he lives down there. And, um, you know, he's so awesome. And he just lets me stay with him. And so it just doesn't, it didn't make sense. And to be totally, totally honest, L.A. is just a place where, um, you know, I feel like there's a lot going on in the industry there and a lot of it is not exactly where I want to be. And um, it was just this conscious decision of I almost in some sense am stronger as a human being and what I'm the message I'm trying to put out there when I am away from it. I understand business wise I need to go into it sometimes, but I don't think it, it never felt right in my gut. Speaking of gut to be down there full time. 
Um, and so that was, again, one of the like choosing to be healthy in the new year decisions um, that I just listened to where I felt like I needed to be and where I was supported the most in the things that I wanted to do. Um, and that's here. Yeah. I think I think that's smart for your business, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. And that's dope, too, because at the end of the day, like it doesn't matter if if you move down there and made more money. Like, what is that going to do what for you? Really? Eggs. Amen. You know what I mean? So, Amen. like, I'm proud of you for that. That's dope. Thank you. Appreciate that. And I think you know what? Like. Cause I always wanted to go to San Diego, like that was my thing, or anywhere but LA, just cause LA is so busy. I wanted mm-hmm. to go somewhere in Cali though, cause of the sun. But I started thinking about it, and it's like I feel like I would just not appreciate it as much as like when the summer comes right. up here. Oh right. my god, everybody's We're all turning in, like, the up. Best right. Mood. Like, right. Yeah, yep. you go to Alki and there's just yeah. everybody's parking. Oh like, my god, yeah, yeah, we literally have the best summer. We have the yeah. best summer. There's yeah. nothing like yeah. it. We do. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's that. just, I also think it's just priorities and like what you're doing in your world and why you're doing it. And, you know, my, I can say this again, money is not a priority for me. Yeah. It was like staying true to who I was and what I'm doing. And you just got to realize where your circle is and where your people are. And, and they're here. Yeah. So. And I was going to say, do you have a lot of family up here? All my or? family's here. Oh, okay. All my family's here. Um, I have a niece who's turning three. And like, that was another factor of like, mm-hmm. you know, I would miss a lot of that. Yeah. You don't yeah. ever get that back. So that didn't feel right. But, um. Yeah, I'm really happy with that. I mean, I travel to LA all the time, so there's no issue right. there, but it was just moving didn't really feel right. So, yeah. Good. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think that, I mean, do you have anything you want to shout out before we get off? I know you got some sponsors now. Do you have like a, a link people can check out your stuff or whatever you want to say? I do have a website that's almost going to be up, and I have a lot of exciting things coming out, so I'll just keep everybody posted on that. But um, no, I just, you know, if you're listening to this, thank you so much for tuning in. And, and if you support me, thank you so much. Um, yeah, I'm excited to be here with you guys. Dope. This podcast is sponsored by Vigor Ground Fitness and Performance. Whether you live in the Seattle area or not, click the link below and find an opportunity to transform your body in 12 weeks or less where you get more structure, more access, more accountability, and a follow-along program that can give you the results to take you from point A to point B. Once again, click the link below to discover how you can do that.